0: It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails, brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. 317-684-8444.
1: 317-684-8444. If you want to contribute with your voicemails, we do love hearing from you. It is the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC 1033. Rob Kendall with the day off day off, and uh, Ethan Hatcher joining us in the studio. So uh, we were talking about learning how to drive a manual car yeah. and drive with uh, the stick shift. And Mike from Bloomington, he wanted to call and comment about driving manual.
2: Hey, Kimball Casey, this is Mike
0: from Bloomington, Indiana. We were talking about uh, teaching your young people how to drive a manual transmission. You've never experienced driving a manual transmission until you have learned to drive a three-speed on the column. That is a real thrill to teach your granddaughters and your grandsons how to drive a three-speed on the column. Uh, They call this three on the tree, and uh, if you can drive that, you
2: can drive anything. That's my comment for
1: the day. You guys have a good day and a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mike. Uh, three on the tree.
2: Yeah, never done
1: that. N- me either. No, I, that's a that's a
2: very outdated uh, manual style transmission. Like mm-hmm. they, they had they haven't made those for quite a while.
1: And is that that's obviously different. Five from,
2: speed is much more common.
1: Yeah, four on the floor, three yeah. on the tree. Uh, just different ways to yeah. Right. Manual transmission. Yep. Okay. Uh, we were talking about uh, coffee and the thief. The Cosmics opening oh, up the McDonald's, yeah, the
2: McDonald's coffee shop. <laughs> what uh-huh. what do the listeners have to say about They're,
1: it? Well, the Cosmic, that new branch of yeah. McDonald's, trying to compete with Starbucks, yeah. right? Yeah. And somebody wanted to call and talk about coffee.
0: Real quick, all your conversation about McDonald's coffee and Starbucks coffee. The best coffee in Indianapolis is at Speedway gas stations for one third the price of starbucks and you can blend all the ones you want mm-hmm. my name's paul from
2: noblesville thanks
1: <laughs> thanks paul for the uh, phone call yeah i'm and sure
2: speedway if you want to advertise with a station hey look at the popularity
1: <laughs> <laughs> i do that when i need coffee on the road stop at the gas station coffees if it's been brewed recently normally pretty decent
2: yeah, you well, know. that's the that's the trick there. Has it been pre- brewed recently? Because it's if it's fresh off the pot, fine. Mm-hmm. If it's been sitting there and cooking, then it gets that burnt, burnt taste. taste. I don't want a burnt coffee. No,
1: but I ask him. I'll ask if I walk in. Well, is that current coffee? Is that new, recently brewed? If they say, yeah, okay, I'm down. How do
2: you know if they're uh, not lying to you?
1: Well, I, I'm trusting them, to be <laughs> honest. But uh, he did make a good point that, yeah, it's going to be a heck of a lot cheaper. Okay, so uh, we've been talking a lot about Nikki Haley, and the New Hampshire polling saying that she is uh, surging ahead and in some cases scoring higher than even Donald Trump. I believe it was the likability and reasonable, uh, although she doesn't score.
2: Strike me as either of those things. She
1: doesn't uh, score quite as high when you ask uh, who's a better leader. But isn't that what we're voting for? You want somebody to lead? Um, But uh, here we go with a comment about Nikki Haley
0: listening to you today about the Nikki Haley issues. I happened to see her, I think it was on Fox News yesterday morning, Sunday morning, and Mm -hmm. sorry, Casey, but uh, all women have the crazy eyes at one time or another, (laughs) and during that Fox News um, interview yesterday with Nikki Haley, i seen the women crazy eyes, and there's no (laughs) way in this world I would vote for that woman because she is emotional, she is hiding it, she's kind of I don't know if you let her really loose she'd probably be psycho <laughs> have a great day guys
1: <laughs> He he's not wrong he's not wrong she's already <laughs>
2: talked about bombing half the planet so mm-hmm. I, I think he's completely right on that
1: yeah um, and he's also right about the crazy eyes and I will tell you that my looks have tones
2: <laughs> With the eyes the, the thing about Nikki Haley is um, I, I'm not voting for my mom mm-hmm. for president and The fact that she wants to monitor Your mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. interactions Everybody no, has that, to use
1: their real name So we know who you are
2: Right, yeah, you, uh-huh. you lose anonymity Or uh, privacy, which is a fundamental violation Of the First Amendment, you know, but uh, Leave it to Nikki Haley.
1: I wanted to play this audio clip. This was from um, ABC this week. This is the uh, former GOP chair, and he was saying a few things, and he pretty much left the table of moderators, which is mostly all liberals. He left them speechless after he was. uh, Well, he was he was saying the truth, and he talks about that we're sitting on a perfect storm.
0: I think you're all misreading the electorate. I, I think that the electorate is not looking for less blood. I think they're looking for more blood. I think that people are more angry about crime than they've ever been before. I think they're more angry about the border, the fentanyl, the sanctuary cities, the boys competing against girls in sports, schools out of control. I think, as I've said before, people are looking for a bigger middle finger this time than they were in 2016. And I think so. No matter how outrageous you're, you're outrageous. misreading this. I, the, people are angry. And and, and on the other side, you know, you got President Biden, who's losing young voters, who's losing black voters, Uh, the polling couldn't be worse. And unlike Barack Obama in 2011, Democrats would have walked over glass for Barack Obama. Democrats today, they say 75 percent, we wish we had a different candidate. So it, it, it matters who you're running against, too. And it also matters what the state of the country's in. And this is a perfect storm.
1: Mm-hmm. So they were talking about Donald Trump being the Republican front runner and why so many people are so upset. And he was like, you're you're misreading it, guys. You don't get it. And we talk often about the revenge vote and why are people being so loyal to Donald Trump and I thought, he kind of summed it up. Yeah, right no, I there. mean, he made some excellent- People are angrier now than they yeah. were in 2016. Made
2: some excellent points, but I still wonder what how that will translate in the voting booth, because especially dealing with crime, that was an incri- a very important issue here locally in the mayor race of Indianapolis. Already the mayor polling very low in his popularity or in job approval ratings, uh, but still walked away with a victory. So I, I, do, I just don't know if it translates. I hope it does. Obviously, mm-hmm.
1: well, I think you have to take into consideration the voting block here in Marion County, yeah. which is who voted for the mayor. And- well, these were the same people that said they
2: had, a, you know, an uh, issue with crime, and that mm-hmm. was an important issue to them, but they still voted blue. So. <laughs>
1: All right, let's talk about uh, the second half of this George Santos interview. And it was this a pay-per-view event? I believe it was. This this comedian reached out to Santos and asked if he'd be interested in this pay-per-view interview. She told him he'd be an iconic, uh, iconic guest and he accepted they sat down. And he wasn't paid for this interview, even though he asked during the interview three times if he was going to get paid. And he's also overheard asking the uh, host if the mics were hot and <laughs> to be to be mindful with the DOJ stuff, like don't joke around with that. which leads me to believe he knows how serious. All of the charges against Tamar, he's currently sure. negotiating a plea deal. But you want to go ahead and set up this, uh, this uh, how he's exposing the media problem? Well, what he's pointing to is the
2: prostitution of media, where it's this you know mutually beneficial relationship. They seek ratings, and in order to get ratings, they go after controversial figures and sometimes give them promotion and popularity that's completely undeserved. In this case, George Santos enriching himself off of this exposure and pointing out the hypocrisy and laughing about it. If you want George Santos to go away, stop giving him attention. Stop giving him money.
1: But the media won't
2: because they need the ratings.
1: Mm-hmm. Just that's like, what he said. Just like she, she wants the ratings, which is why she wanted to have him on as a guest, right. right? As a pay-per-view content. All right, well, here's the exchange. George Santos being a top-level troll. What could we do to get you to go away?
0: Stop inviting me to your gigs. Mm.
1: So no Dancing with the Stars? No. No RuPaul's Drag Race? I
0: have not that invite yet. I'd love to go read a
1: The lesson is to stop inviting you places. But you can't, because people want the content.
2: (laughs) He's not wrong. He's laughing in her face, so she becomes the joke of that interview there. Because why are you giving this manifestly corrupt scumbag free media Mm -hmm. because they want the content because they want the content they want the ratings
1: Mm -hmm. but his 15 minutes will be up soon enough he's no longer in congress so it'll he'll just he's going to need those cameo fees for his lawyers he'll eventually fade away